this is the first time that you were fully committed to something. Yeah. Yeah. And legally. Legally yeah, bound. Legally bound. Like <laughs> While our dad is usually a main source of subject when discussing our personal and mutual dysfunction, we would like to emphasize the fact that having daddy issues or a father at all is not required to blame poor life decisions on your childhood or to join us in discussion. This podcast aims to create a safe environment for young adults to open up and reflect on how and why they are the way that they are and how to use or lose those behaviors going forward in a light, comical, and laid-back setting. Basically, we get drunk and get real about our choices, and we invite anyone and everyone to join us. We are an all-inclusive space. Childhood trauma spares no one. Alrighty. Hiya. So, I want to start us off with, what happened to you this week? Well, it wasn't this week, but it was pretty recently. Yeah. Um, So, this episode is going to be all about my hubby, so I figured it was suitable um, to share this story. And um, so it was right when he moved back here and... Moved back from... Germany. Okay. Yeah, so we were long distance for a bit, which I'll definitely get into later yeah. in this episode. But um, we, you know, hadn't seen each other in a while, so we were pretty active, if you will. And <laughs> we were going, like, for runs or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running, cardio is important. <laughs> cardio is definitely involved um, in this activity. And so we... um. There was this one night that I was wearing this cute outfit, and <laughs> so we decided to incorporate it um, into the activity, and so the condom breaks. And I, I've never used a condom to run before. That is so weird. Also, we, we do. We use condoms because birth control, like, really messes me up. Um, is that normal <laughs> for married people to use condoms? No, that's why I was trying to explain it. So Okay. So we use condoms because birth control really messes me up oh, okay got it yeah got it got like, it like i have tried like multiple types of birth control it mm-hmm. just never has worked so just to be safe because we like really aren't ready or adult enough to have children so we're trying to be responsible and you know like the rapper says 99.9 percent of the time it works but it broke and it broke like in a real real way like i looked at him and just was like can i yeah, what? When you said rapper, I thought you were, like, saying, like, lyrics that a rapper said, and I was like, wait, what? I have never heard that song before, but you meant the condom of the rapper. Yeah, the, con- the condom The rapper. rapper of the condom. Yeah. That shows how much... You use condoms. Cool. <laughs> Very familiar with the concept. Cool. So, anyway, immediate terror, because, obviously, it's, like, COVID city, and, like... It was late at night, so we didn't have a ton of options. Oh, yeah, because, like, even Walgreens closes. Yeah, at, like, and so it's immediate panic, and he's, like, drawing the bath, and he's, like, we're <laughs> going to he's like we're gonna smoke them out. <laughs> like, I don't care, whatever this takes. Like, this isn't happening. It's so like, to smoke them out. <laughs> like, in this scalding hot bath, I'm just, like, sitting there, <laughs> and, like, we're, like, taking turns. Like, one of us will be, like, you know, no matter what happens, like, we're gonna be okay. And the other person's just like, fuck, no, no. You know no. you can take plan B, like, up to 24 hours after. We you- know that now. Okay. But, like, we were just panicking, and it's just, it felt like one of those moments that was so obviously, like, that backstory, like, yeah, we didn't know it was going to happen, but, you know, we thought it was going to be fine, but now we have a kid, you know? It felt like Well, that. I think that's, like, a majority of 
backstories. That's Sorry. what I'm saying. And so that's why like, people have daddy issues. I'm telling you. Exactly. We're all accidents. We're just trying to we're prevent accidents. a future traumatized child from existing. And, like, so we're just, like, both just in the bathroom together while I'm sitting in, like, a hot bath trying to just, like, I don't know. Or did you guys genuinely think that this would work? Or was it? No, it was just, like, an initial <laughs> reaction. And he was, like, Googling, like, options um, for, like, um, They said to draw a hot bath? No, no. Like, he was looking up, like, when we could get plan B. Oh, okay. And so, like, so this was just kind of, like the immediate reaction type thing like to just like maybe be able to get some sleep that night <clears throat> anyway we stocked up in case of emergencies for the future actually did you go to costco uh no but you you did tell me that they have you good get them deals. like for like i think it's like a fourth of the price at costco yeah so all i'm saying is up, like they sell in bulk there you know so yeah yeah i think that's but it's i think it's also dangerous to take frequently so well, I wouldn't take it frequently. I mean, what you said just talked up. We got one extra one in case oh, okay. of emergencies. Okay. <laughs> just so we didn't ever have to be in that situation again. Wait, no, I saw this thing on Twitter and it was like <clears throat> it was someone like our age, like in their twenties, and it's like if I got pregnant right now, I would still consider it a teen pregnancy. Yeah, that is how I feel, and I've been married for seven years. <laughs> so explain that to me. Uh, not seven years. I always say that. I was just telling that. Seven soon. So. Oh. Seven-year itch. I know. That's what I said. But, yeah. So, that happened. I don't know. I just... It I mean, terrifying. I think it's pretty well, obvious why that's dad's fault. Yeah. Because we exist, and I don't want to repeat that. <laughs> you don't want to give your kids daddy issues because yeah. you have daddy issues. Yeah. Like, if but, you guys could have seen the terror in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think just daddy issues are, like, inevitable? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. To be sure. To be sure. I just, I don't know. I, we weren't ready. And, like, Planned Parenthood is obviously closed right now. Like, options are slim. So, like. They're closed? Yeah, because of COVID and everything. Oh, super messed up. Yeah. Okay. I just, I have daddy issues. I didn't want anyone else to have daddy issues. Yeah. We're gonna, we're trying to help our future kids out. Yeah. All right. So, that's it for current events. What are you talking about this week from past? So past I life? feel like I feel like I've mostly had like funny stories to share, and mine have all been depressing. Okay, I wasn't gonna say it, but you know, <laughs> thanks for saying it. Um, so I was gonna get a little more real. I wouldn't say depressing to to be exact, but like a little more serious. Yeah, a little more serious. But I feel like even you're serious, you throw humor in there. I'm gonna be funny. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just just who you are. Um, so I just wanted to talk about, like, kind of my history of, like, my fight or flight instinct being kind of just, like, heavy on the flight <laughs> <laughs> up until recent days. I would say, Honestly, like, your fight, too, verbally. You- well, yeah, I fight, but, like, I mean, I feel like, though, like, fighting for things that I want is more of, like, a second chapter thing for me more so than mm. a first chapter. So, like... When I was a kid, I mean, I was naturally good at stuff. Like, I feel like you've kind of said that before to me, too. I'm Mm -hmm. naturally good at a lot of things. And so it got to a point kind of where I was, like, never committing to anything, really, because it was just like, oh, I could just go find another thing. You almost just get bored. Yeah. It's like, whatever. And I wasn't ever, like, 
the best one because I never actually spent the time to be the best one. Yeah. I was so just, you're just naturally good, good at a lot of different yeah. things. Yeah. It's kind of like a polymath. Like what? A polymath. Like, oh. good at a lot of different things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Science or math or whatever that is. Smart people stuff. <laughs> Except for that, I'm not that good at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you are. Like, naturally, that's the thing. It's like, way. I test well, so I can, I have a good memory. Like, I can memorize stuff. I can kind of just, like, just copy and paste sort of thing. But I'm not I'm retaining it. I, like, not as far as, like, math and sciences are a little rough for me. But anyway... So, like, ever since I can remember, I mean, I remember uh, switching from violin, which I did for a few years, to trumpet, because I just heard someone play the trumpet and thought it was the most beautiful sound ever, and I told mom, I was like, I have to do it. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay. And then I started doing cheerleading when I was younger in elementary school still, and mom hated it. And I remember us having a conversation, because I had got my braces (laughs) my uh in middle school and that's like when I was still playing the trumpet and I hated it because it hurt so bad and the boys were mean like it was a lot of boys in trumpet there weren't a lot of girls and they would bully me and so I was like I don't want to play trumpet anymore and mom was like okay well then you can't do cheer anymore and that's our deal that's rude Uh uh-huh and I agreed because it really hurt to play the trumpet that's kind of messed up mom Mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've we've had lengthy talks about it it upsets me deeply interesting yeah so anyway I eventually circle back to cheer later in life and stuff but I never really fully commit to it I kind of skate by because I did it through the school instead of competitively so like my growth was kind of stunted it was kind of like cool Gloria's naturally good at doing this one thing I'm just gonna keep having you do it for four years straight can I interject something Mm -hmm. so you were naturally good at cheerleading and then so I came in freshman year when you were senior and I remember I was doing tryouts and like coach wanted me to like do a back handspring and you like I don't know had like told her I could do it or something but I hadn't done it in like a long time I thought you could do it and like everyone because like you were naturally good at I was like oh Gloria's little because like our cheerleading team sucked at Mm -hmm. Elgin and so they're like oh Gloria's little sister like she's gonna be like if Gloria's good she's I had so much pressure put (laughs) on me I was like oh my gosh and I fucking tried to do the back handspring and fell on my head it was so embarrassing I did not know that yeah I thought you had it, but you did have it by the end of freshman year, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, sorry. So, maybe I pushed you a little bit, too. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I ended up, like, still quitting even that cheer team and going to a different one, and yeah. I got good within a year, like, really, really good. And Yeah, on the all-star team. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And I was, like, paying my own way by teaching and everything. It was a really, really proud moment, but right as I was, like, about to get to go to Worlds and everything... I choked and I you bailed. Quit. Yeah, I straight up quit. Had a Why? complete panic attack. I like we had tryouts for it, and I just didn't think I was gonna make it. I thought I was just way behind. Hmm. And I found out later that I was already on the short list to be on the team. I didn't even have to audition or try out. So, so do you think you quit things because like you were? Because f- before you were saying you think you quit things because. Like, you got bored because you were good at them, so you're like, I'm going to try something new. But this seems different. Like, you quit it because you were afraid you weren't going to be good enough. Do you I, think that's I think it's actually the underlining here. thing? Like, I think it's like, always oh, I'm here. not going to be the best, so let me try something else. Yeah, no, I think it's always fear. Yeah. Across all boards. Like, um, yeah, I don't ever think it was really boredom, even with the trumpet thing. Like, people were being mean to me. I didn't feel like I was included, so I left. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the deal mom made with me, as much as I give her a hard time about it, 
at that time when I was in all search here, I still didn't feel good enough. And so it was an out still. So if you weren't the best, you're like, I kind of, I'm going to I got to go. Yeah. So I quit like right the last second, you know, I graduated early, which was kind of like a way to quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I graduated the same thing. I hated high school. I was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you, gra- you graduated high school early. Yeah. I needed to That's be not out, quitting. but I needed to be out of that town. Yeah. And so like college was my answer. It was the way out. And then I got there and it was freaking hard. And you went to Savannah yeah. College of Art and Design. Yeah. I went to art school and everyone knew I was going to be a fashion designer and all these things. Because yeah, you were, I would say you were probably the best at that from where we came from. Yeah. Like in Elgin, in you area. were in like the whole like fashion, you did the fashion shows and stuff and you were definitely the best. Yeah. In that, that area. was your thing. But then all, all of a sudden I went from being a big fish in a small pond to being a tiny little. At a art school. Yeah. I feel like. With people who have tons of money, like, I mean, tons and tons of money, and I was, like, struggling, (laughs) like, financially, I was struggling creatively, I was in a new place entirely, didn't know anyone, and, like, I did okay for a while, but once I kind of started, like, getting more into the adult, and not just, like, the kid at the dorms and stuff, and, like, having responsibilities, and having to, like, get a job and everything, it really started to go haywire and I started the panicking that I normally do and I also didn't really like um the fashion people at all like that I was encountering I didn't like the vibe it wasn't mm-hmm. really my we weren't meshing with it no yeah it's, and it's so fashion industry is it's so rough I mean it's I think it's known for just being kind of like a, an ugly world yeah like. and I'm like realizing this after putting a bunch of money into schooling and telling everyone for my whole life that that's what I was going to do. There was all this pressure. I also remember a teacher from high school telling you, like, almost like you're not going to be able to do it. Uh, I do believe. you remember? You know I'm talking. I don't want to say her name, yes. but you know who I'm talking English about. English teacher? Yeah. Yes. And so, I feel like, that, someone saying that to you and then being like, oh, I think I'm going to quit. I feel like that's always in the back of your mind. Yeah. Like, well, I And at the same wanna... time, I had another teacher, who I also won't name, but who is my favorite person in the whole world, who who was banking on me to succeed Mm -hmm. you know I was her success story so there was a lot of pressure coming from all different directions but I started to kind of spiral and uh I met my hubby (laughs) so did you drop out before you met your husband or Mm -mm. okay no I was like in my finals week when um when he proposed but like I had I had met him right at the um, at the end of the year. It was about to be summer break. Your second year of school? Yeah. And then we spent summer together. I went back for a semester. Okay. So, no, my first year of school. Met him during the summer. Okay, so you went to school for a year and a half. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and so it was, like, the finals of my second – so there, it was, like, three – there were trimesters yeah they were trimesters yeah so it was the second one of my second year so it was a little more than a year and a half and he asked me to marry him and honestly again it was kind of like the deal with mom you know it was and not to say that's the only reason I married him because it's definitely not (laughs) there were a lot of things he also offered a ton of stability that I just didn't have at the time and we had just come off of a whirlwind romance of a summer like it was a great time then he went and, like, joined the military, and we were doing long distances, this whole romantic romantic thing. And we were both kind of at a place where it was, like, we're either going to break up or we're going to take this risk together. I mean, we were both fully aware that it was, like, 
I don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we decided to give it a whirl and move to Germany. <laughs> I was only 20. So you got engaged. You were still in school. While you were engaged, you were, you finished the semester, mm-hmm. and then you quit. Yeah. Then I packed up and moved back to Illinois for a little bit because he was getting stationed and getting settled and everything. So what do you think the reason was for you quitting school? I didn't want to do fashion. So do you think you would have quit if you had never gotten engaged and stuff? I don't know. I might have kept going, but I may have also headed into way darker territories. Yeah, you were going down a Yeah, there was a lot of influences there. Yeah. (laughs) So I may have been dead by now, honestly, (laughs) and that's really dark, but also very true yeah and um so I took a leap and some call it impulsive most call it impulsive but I don't know I call it instinctual is it just luck that it wasn't a bad thing though that's why I emphasize instinct (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was I mean I find myself incredibly lucky that he saved me at that time so yes I think there is luck because you can make impulsive decisions at any time and Mm -hmm. It could go either way. It can go either way, but you didn't think it through, so you can't really give yourself credit for it going <laughs> well. It was pretty I much just I had more than one option. I didn't but have instinct, to instinct. Yeah, but I decided that I was going to do it, that I was going to commit to it. And But can you give us – oh, so it's like oh, yeah. almost the first time you were going to actually commit to something. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get back to that, but can you just kind of just tell the timeline? Yeah, so college, I went at the normal time. I graduated only a half a year early, so I went at the normal time in the fall, spent a year at school – um met him at the end of my first year summer began we I went and got a place and I moved into an apartment that's right when I met him we spent the whole summer together how long did you date before you got engaged uh it was just under a year I want to say it was 10 or 11 months let's see okay yeah because we got married in in March so dated for like 10 months Mm -hmm. engaged for how long (laughs) Like like a week like a couple months because he was he was at tech school so he went away he went to basic training and we were long distance through that writing letters and stuff um I got to see him graduate and then he went to tech school and that's when he got his assignment so it was like a month of basic training maybe two and then um and then a couple months of tech school and so this all happened in about a year mm -hmm. yeah within one year this all kind of came came to. We got married pretty quickly because we like he was still in tech school when we got married. I went to Pensacola and we got hitched at a courthouse. <laughs> it was so funny. The like wedding place in there was like right next to um, kind of like this psych area. And so there were some real weirdos. Um, Coincidence? <laughs> yeah. Those really who are going to elope. <laughs> Right next to the psych ward. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So we got hitched or whatever. Um, And then I had to go back to Illinois because there was like paperwork and stuff because we got married after he had already been enlisted. And you were 20 at this point. Yes. I had just turned 20. So it's March. So I turned 20 in January. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we got married on St. Patrick's Day because it was the only day he could get off. Epic. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, we moved to Germany and everything. There's all these expectations, of course. Like, we're children still. 
And we're in a foreign country trying to function as a married couple. And it was freaking hard. Like, everyone I talked to, they're like, wow, you lived in Germany. That's so cool. Like, and it was cool. It was just, it was hard. And this is the first time that you were fully committed to something. Yeah. Yeah. And legally. Legally yeah, bound. Legally bound. Like, <laughs> um, and it, it definitely got rocky and everything. And we had our hard times and our growing pains and, and there were some really high highs and some low lows, you know? Um, but overall it was a really cool experience. And I think us growing together was, it was important. It was like, it was important that, that it happened that way. Um, and also a quick shout out two years in, he surprised me with a wedding and you guys helped and it was like, the oh, greatest day that was epic. We did a flash mob. Yeah. He reproposed. It was amazing. I was honestly terrified <laughs> when he told me the idea. He's like, I'm, we're going to throw a surprise wedding. And I was like, luckily I knew everything that you really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's either going to be so upset because every girl wants to plan their wedding. I was like, she's either going to be so upset or she's going to be so happy. But I think it's because everyone was there. Mm-hmm. All of our family was there and stuff. I have seen so. them in so long. Yeah. And I was like, this is either going to go very well or very poorly. I'd say it went well. It went very well. And, um, and yeah, so that all happened. But four years in of me living there, and, like, I had started work. I, I taught myself, you know, graphic design and everything. And I had a, I had a great job on base and everything. But, um. It's just a whole nother life being overseas and then also being in the military world. It's crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> being a spouse and everything. There's, it's just different. And he was deployed a lot. He was gone a lot. When I was young. I think the, the first big deployment he had, I was 21 or 22, maybe. You were and living in Germany by yourself, basically. He was gone for six months and that was intense and that was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And added all up, in the four years I was there, he was gone for, like, half the time. Yeah. Like two years of that. Um, so, four years come up, and, and we're starting to get into rocky territory again. And, you know, I found out about a family member being sick. And I just, I knew I had to go home. Like, and I would say that my, my flight mindset started kicking in okay your fight or flight yeah okay and I started to panic and it was just like things weren't working out the way I had hoped and intended and so you were starting to question things and I had an out Mm -hmm. and I just have to be the out being coming back because yeah I had a reason to come back and you know at first it was like well we'll see what happens you know but I didn't, I didn't know or anticipate how much effort he would put in to make up for my flight instinct. Yeah. And it was, like, really, really cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, he hung in there. I'm, like, super duper grateful that he did. And <laughs> we spent two years apart. And he had to finish his enlistment by himself. And do you think, so you think if it was like anyone else who wasn't willing to put in the effort that your flight instinct would have taken over and you would have ran? Yeah, I would have been gone. 
he knew me too well. He knew. And, yeah, by the time all was said and done, like, the time apart, like, forced us to talk every day. <laughs> and he had a huge hand in that happening. Mm-hmm. And our communication just slow and steady just got better and better. And, um, like, so, before I knew it, I was, like, so excited for him to be back. I remember. And I feel like it's been great ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I know, like, when I was here by myself and I would, like, tell people, yeah, my husband's in Germany and I'm here. And they would, you know, just nod and be like, okay, that's normal, you know. But I know inside everyone was like, what the hell yeah. kind of people are these? Yeah. You know? But it allowed me to find pole and in, in a hobby that I also feel like pole pole dancing. yeah pole dancing okay yeah. that could be perceived as pole I don't know yeah so pole Sorry, dancing yeah, pole you do dancing, pole dancing yeah. I don't know if we've ever really mentioned that yeah so so I do pole dancing which is a total like daddy issues thing in and of itself <laughs> um but <laughs> it's the first time that I've also felt like th- like before realizing and looking back on this whole situation with my husband like it was the first time I ever felt like I didn't want to quit at something. I with just, pole dancing? Yeah, because I, I, was, I was okay at it, but I was, like, really out of shape and all that stuff. But I just I just didn't let it phase me, and I just kept working. Because you've been doing that for about how long now? It'll be four years in December. Yeah. And do you ever feel the urge to, like, quit? Do you, like No. No? Like, sometimes I, I like, question, like, if I want to, like, still – teach all the time or how I want to do it and how I want to go about doing it but I don't see myself ever stopping and I was able to pour myself into that I was able to pour myself into my career and in doing so I learned I didn't have to just flee from things when it got hard and then I was able to like accept re-accept my marriage with open arms it was like okay so you're saying because I was thinking that maybe the commitment to the marriage and like you wanting to kind of run from it but he Mm -hmm. put in more effort and and you ended up keeping that commitment I thought maybe that is what pushed you that is what helps you see that while things are actually really worth committing to that's when like great things can actually happen and then that's when you started committing to other things in your life I think think maybe subconsciously I think what happened was he allowed the space for me to be able to go and pour myself as an individual because you have to understand I got married so young I Mm -hmm. did not know who I was as a singular person Mm -hmm. and he both respected my space to go do that and explore what I look like what it would look like for me to be on my own and while also not letting me get too far away that he couldn't be like I'm still here Mm -hmm. and so in doing that I was able to stand on my own two feet to be able to know that like I don't have to just run away because things get hard Mm -hmm. and I had someone who was strong enough to and and humble enough to be able to put their own stuff aside to be able to let me do that and it was just it's just really cool yeah to be loved like that it's really really cool do you do you still see like those I guess we can call it commitment issues. Yeah, definitely. Do you commitment see it issues. in your life at all, like, now? You So you got through the whole thing with your marriage, and you've been you've com- been committed to pull, and your job with graphic design, you've been doing that for, like, 
pretty long time. Mm-hmm. But do you see it like in your life or do you think that getting through that with your marriage and seeing how commitment is worth it has kind of helped you, helped you work through it? I think overall, like the little voices are always still there. I kind of always have formed contingency plans no matter what mm-hmm. situation I'm in. There's just always something else going on. I don't on think that's me. a bad thing. Yeah, just I think it's just in- instincts again. Just like, you know, what if, what if, what if? And, but I think though that like big picture wise, I've kind of been able to calm that down mm-hmm. and be like, no, it's okay. Like enjoy what you're in right now and like just really focus there and and see where you go and, and just kind of ride it out. Yeah. But I also think quitting something to start something new, like with your job with graphic design, I know you talk about like wanting to go back to school and stuff. That's not necessarily quitting if you're going to for progress. improvement. Yeah. To progress. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between quitting and moving forward. Yeah, I think it's a healthy balance and I think it's something I'm getting closer to the to a balance. I think it was all the way on one side and now I'm kind of slowly getting into that middle ground to where I can not have to be hard on myself if I decide like change is good. Mm-hmm. Like, change is good. Um, it doesn't as necessarily as, mean you're just quitting. Yeah, as long as you kind of think it through before. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying when you were younger, you kind of quit because Oh, you were from fear, from not mm-hmm. being good enough. But as long as you're actually thinking through yeah. your decisions. Yeah, no not... decisions should be made from fear. It should always yeah. be for whatever then you have good is coming. Yeah. Regurts. No regurts. Let's say regurts one more time. Regurts. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's pretty obvious um, where the commitment issues came <laughs> yeah, you from. Think? Considering we saw, what, three marriages and yeah. I mean we could say four if we consider yeah um because we saw mom and dads we saw mom and burger dad and are we saying her name or not just that bitch okay that bitch Carrie (laughs) (laughs) and then I guess like um also our step siblings they're because we were we knew their mom she got Mm -hmm. married and divorced we've seen like four divorce marriages and divorces Mm -hmm. in our life so I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's probably where the commitment issues came from. But yeah. weirdly enough, I don't know if I've ever really had commitment issues. I think I almost went the opposite way. Yeah, I think I once like overly latched commit. on. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Dad's fault. Mm-hmm. We've had some hard times like relating it back. Well, not had, hard times, but you know, we've had to get creative a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, but sometimes. that is like point blank black yeah. and white. <laughs> it's very obvious. Thanks, Dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just happy that. Whatever dad did led me to, to choose, choose your the husband. I chose. Yeah. <laughs> so a literal thanks, but like kind of sarcastic still because like, damn, I'm damaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything well, else? No, I think that's it for me this week. That's my sad tales, but also kind of happy. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram underscore underscore daddy dot issues or twitter underscore underscore daddy issues yeah all right (laughs) thanks see you next week bye